Good morning, afternoon, evening, whatever time you're uh, listening right now. Welcome back to the State University Tom Sports Podcast. I am Jocelyn Freeman alongside Tanner Hill, Zachary McMahon, and our very good friend Jesse Frazier is currently off running an errand. He'll be back and he'll be with us in just a little bit. But uh, first off, how are we doing, fellas? No, I'm pretty good. Just ran a few errands and all that. Just getting back home. Nice, Zach. How we doing? Um, I'm a little tired right now. I definitely feel no, that. Uh, yeah. Uh, no. Uh, for future reference, guys, uh, don't do uh, don't do your laundry for your for your bed sheets at like uh, at like eleven thirty because uh, in the evening because is you know for a fact that you will fall asleep before you uh, before you do it and then and you and then you'll wake up at like two in the morning and realize oh shoot I don't have uh, I don't have <laughs> blankets on me but also I'm too tired to go down to the um, to the first floor of wagon and and actually take them out of the dryer <laughs> but uh but yeah, so we're gonna be starting off with um baseball this week. We're actually, Normally we don't. We're gonna be starting off with, with baseball with some very very somber news. Yeah. So um like a lot of us you know we list, a lot of us listen from the Boston area, especially in the city of Massachusetts, and you may have heard over the over the past weekend that um Red Sox former Sox player and commentator Jerry Remy unfortunately passed away this week. Due to his seventh battle with lung cancer, and he was age 68. He grew up playing with the Sox from 1977 to 1984, and was the Sox commentator from 1988 up until this very day. And it just sucks to see him go. Like, like, like growing up, especially in this area, you know, like listening to all the Sox games, like you would. Or the one person you would hear, Jerry Remy, the one enthusiastic voice other than Darn Orsillo was Jerry Remy. Yeah, the uh, uh what is it? My, uh, I was even talking about this on uh, into the den, and last night I had to uh, since since they were memorializing him before the Bruins game. Um, right. Like, uh, I was talking about how, uh, like my child, uh, my uh, most vivid childhood memories are. Uh, are like at the bottom is uh, is Bruins winning the Stanley Cup in 2011, and then it uh, then it's Brady and, and Randy Moss is is leading to 16 0, and then it's it's Garnett, Allen, Pierce, and uh, uh, and just the Celtics uh, doing amazing, and then it's the 2007 in in Boston Red Sox, and and a good chunk of what made and that team so memorable is the connection of Don Orsillo and, and Jerry Remy. So, uh, uh, honestly, I uh, I just like think us to go around and, uh, and say like what was our favorite. Uh, if we can remember like any specific calls from um, Jerry Remy, what was your guys' favorite? Honestly, for me, oh, there's been a lot of calls today, like a lot of humorous ones, a lot of. Somber ones, a lot of serious ones, but but I always liked at the beginning of the of the broadcast when he would speak Spanish, he always throw like Spanish jokes, 
Uh, I, the, also, I also thought that was pretty cool. The SAP. Uh, yeah. We'd always say, buenas noches, amigos. Yeah. But uh, honestly, mine mine is mine is one of two uh, items. One, it, it's either uh, like early on in the 20, in the 2007 in season, there was like a, a, a small, uh, a small fight that broke out. Uh, uh, after a uh, after a, f- a foul ball landed in the in the area, uh, and someone threw a pizza, and uh, and Jerry even uh, and on the playback, Jerry says, pizza. And it's, just, it, "It's either that or or one time I think it was in 2013 or 14." And he gives uh, Jerry's like, "Hey Don, I got you something." And this was in like the second, it was either in the bottom of the first or the top of the second, and for a. Uh, of Red Sox versus Twins, and uh, uh, Jerry gets it's Don Orsillo a lamp, and uh, and Don and Jerry are just laughing their asses off because Don is trying to uh, to figure out okay how do I uh, how do I orient this uh, this lamp on the desk so that uh, it's still functional, but also I don't uh, but also it doesn't obstruct uh, my view of the infield. <laughs> it, it was fantastic. Uh, oh, Zach, do you have any do you have any memorable calls from um, Jerry that you'd like to share? Um, I don't I don't think I have a particular call. Um, I I just like listen to his voice like during Red Sox game. That's that's about as as well. But uh, yeah, rest yeah, but like rest in peace, Jerry. We love you, buddy. And uh, and we hope that uh, we hope that uh, we hope that we can uh, do uh, do well next year in your honor and uh, and we hope that uh, the commentary doesn't uh, doesn't take a step back without you. Uh, I mean, no matter what, because now that Jerry's gone, it's gonna take a step back because Jerry was that voice to you know keep the commentary together. But you know, like all we'll also having fun with it. I think with Jerry gone. That commentary is definitely gonna take a hit. Uh, I feel, uh, I feel like it, but uh, at the same time, uh, I mean, when Don Orsillo left for uh, San Diego, uh, for, was it San Diego or San Francisco? I forget. San Diego. San Diego. Oh, uh, uh, I mean, I felt like the commentary uh, like a little bit of a hit, but uh, but uh, but, uh, but no, because Jerry kept it together because like he basically kept that commentary pretty much solid. And with the new guy, I, I don't know his name, I apologize, but like but he helped keep that commentary that comment that style of commentary together. He he kept his guard, he kept it he kept everything up what he should and just kept it to a good standard. Yep. But now with Jerry Guy, I mean there's gonna be questions like who's gonna be the next Sherry Remy? Who's gonna be the guy to call games with this new guy. I, have, I still have no idea who his name is. Like, so I'll say new guy because God forgive. But honestly, no. Honestly, in my candidate, if I have to choose the next um, co-commentator, it has to be Big Poppy. Poppy would uh, Poppy would be great. I think. Uh, uh, I don't know if I'd put Pedroia up 
uh, up in the commentator. Pedroia could be a viable option too. I could be viable. I just know for a fact that I would not move Joe Castiglione off his post of uh, of ninety eight uh, of uh, the radio broadcast on ninety eight. No. Like uh, like Castiglione uh, if uh, Castiglione is the Jerry Remy of uh, of uh, ninety eight uh, of the sport uh, sub uh, broadcast of the uh, of Red Sox games. Like uh, yeah. you put him off of there and. Uh, and it's going to be uh, like, what? Uh, what am I listening to? But yeah. I think but, uh, honestly, but um, I, I think it's probably it's probably going to be uh, uh, Dennis Eckersley, just just to be honest with you. That the the new color commentator, it's probably going to be Eckersley. You think it's going to be Dennis Eckersley? Yeah, I, I can see that. I feel like I've heard it heard him commentate before. And, and it wasn't terrible. I thought so, I thought so too, but like there's also Tom Karen who could be a who could be a nice viable viable option. Mm-hmm. But uh, but but yeah, but I think moving on in the baseball world. Um, so the World Series is over, and you else is over. The curse of Atlanta sports. The Braves are world champions. I mean, let's not exactly say that the curse of Atlanta sports is over. I mean, this not yet, not yet, but but it's a step. It's a step. It's a step in the right direction. The Braves didn't choke away a four uh, a four one in lead. A three one lead twice. A three one lead and in a row. And you know, and what is it? I remember seeing like this headline in of uh, these two kids. It's to uh, uh, who live uh, like right near Minute Maid Park, and uh, and and when Jorge Soler hit that three-run homer, they were like, "What? Uh, what was that noise?" And uh, and they go out and find uh, and and actually get the uh, the baseball. And like, it's awesome that I have this baseball, but also I hate that uh, the I hate that the Astros are gonna lose this one because. Is, I mean, they're, they're kids and they live in the Houston and they live right near Minute Maid Park. Who do you think they're going to uh, root for? Root for? Yeah. Wow, wow. Listen, listen, hold on. I can hear something in the front of the Houston War. No, you know what? You know what that, you know what it, you know, I smell, I smell a little something. I think I smell something from Houston. You know, you know what it smells like? Tanner, Tanner, can you smell that? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I can smell it. You know what that is? It's it smells a little bit like bitch in here. <laughs> ah, yes. Uh, honestly, <laughs> I'm honestly I'm really proud of the Braves for doing it in this, especially because they were doing it without uh, without uh, Ronald Acuna. Uh, but yeah, Freddie's finally got a ring. Freaking Ron Snickers got a ring. Ron Washington. Has a ring, and unfortunately for Zach Granke, he does not have a ring. <laughs> yeah, Monica, who's that? What was it? Uh, Morton. Morton's now got two rings. Probably more. Uh, and we have to. And we have to uh, address. Oh yeah, that's like the MVP as well. Definitely deserved by Jorge Soler. We also Absolutely. we also have to uh, come to terms with the fact that. It, Pablo Sandoval now has the most rings of any active player in the MLB. We got four times. You know the you know the Braves probably should have just thrown the 
in the series so that uh, Sandoval, uh, so Sandoval doesn't get a uh, fourth ring. Because let's, because let's fi- name name one person who has been pleased with uh, how pe- how Pablo Sandoval has played over the past uh, three, uh, four or five years. You can't. You can't. No one is. You can't. Uh, the dude is a the dude is is a tub of lard in uh, in uh, on the left side of the infield that it uh, just takes up space. And the only comparable player, like not like not necessarily to his position, but the only other comparable player to his style of play, kind of, would be Buster Posey. And Buster Posey, yeah. Speaking of Posey, he demands just retired. Unfortunately, as well. Yeah, the dude that looked was absolutely. And speaking of absolute beauties, there's Jesse. Jesse is Jesse is back. Back again. Stacy's <laughs> back. Right. Yeah, love What's that. up, friends? How are you, man? Uh, hey, Jesse. What is it? Uh, uh, we well, got done the uh, the Jerry Remy thing. We did the Braves. We did Buster Posey. But if you want to say some few words on Jerry, uh, like Buster Posey is the first ballot Hall of Famer. The Braves are the story of the season. They're like the Nationals from a few years ago. They were half and half at the yeah. halfway point. And Jerry Remy's the voice of our childhood, and he'll be missed dearly. I can't remember anyone having an effect on kids, especially around our age growing up when he took yeah. over. Awesome. And he really just impacted us for so long. So, I yeah. mean, you knew yeah. something was – I saw him at the wild card game. He didn't look too good. Maybe that was kind of his, like, final goodbye. But you knew something was yeah. going to happen when he came out with the tubes in his mouth and he just – Yeah. Yeah. beat it so many times, but you can't beat it every time, you know? So. No. Like, you beat it six times, but the seventh one just – He still went down fighting. That's the thing. Yeah, he still went down fighting. Absolutely. Yeah. He still had a better record than the freaking Detroit Lions. Man is dead, bro. <laughs> oh my you son of a <laughs> But uh what is it? We read Butterada for Saitoya. Yeah, Buster Posey's first ballot. I mean you can't really he's literally like the definition of a winner. I don't know what to tell you. So. Yeah, but like now the question of MLB for agency comes up because now season's over. There'll be players that are gonna like want to be re-signed. One of them is Nick Castellanos. We know his fate now. He opted out of his deal with the Reds. He is gone. And he's headed to the market. Which means, unfortunately, Reds. Come. Which means he'll go to the Red Sox, and you have to pay like a two hundred million dollar luxury tax because he landed on. I'd rather have Castellanos than JD Martinez because you'll have him for more than one year. No, because they got you guys get Castellanos, and then you'll land on the freaking luxury tax base on Monopoly and you have to pay $200 million. Maybe you guys should stop being a poverty franchise and actually make and actually make the playoffs with two players that hit over 40 home runs. I can't control that. Like, but, the uh, Jays did their part. The Jays did their part against Baltimore. Tampa Bay shit the bed when they needed to against the Yankees. <laughs> but you guys did also did your part against uh, what's that? What was it? Who, I don't know who you were facing. But, we uh, did our part. You guys did your part, but the Rays didn't do theirs. So, but with Cassianos uh, out, they uh, uh, Reds commentators will no longer uh, have a 
uh, have a really somber moment, and there's a there's a line drive deep in, uh, into deep left field by Castellanos. That'll be a home run, and that'll make it a four or nothing game. I uh, uh, I pride myself and consider myself a man of faith. <laughs> I th- I think honestly that uh, that moment will forever uh, live in, yeah. in MLB infamy. Just. Uh, yeah. getting fired on air and uh, and still coming. oh no 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 I know what you're talking about I know what yeah. you're talking about yeah that... yeah we're, we're, no, we're not gonna repeat what was said you'll have to like there's footage out there I barely I've seen it I also barely remember what he, he said I just know that it was uh... it was a homophobic slur oh I know it was homophobic but uh, but like I I remember I can't remember what it exactly the uh uh, what exactly it was that he, he said. I just remember, uh, all I remember yeah. is I pride myself and consider myself a man of faith, and there's a uh, drive into deep left field by Castillo. But, uh, yeah, but let's go. But we're going we're to be done with baseball, and now we're going to be talking about some NFL week eight. Without further ado, actually, I think, I think honestly, we, we, need, to, we need to start with the, uh, uh, with the big elephant in the room. We, uh, we're mourning Jerry Remy, and we also need to uh, to mourn Miss Tina Tinton, and the uh, the victim, <coughs> uh, the victim of severe reckless driving by uh, by uh, former yeah. Former... Also, what's it called? Not only was it Tina Tinton, but wasn't it her dog as well? Oh yes, it was also uh, it was also yeah, the dog. Uh, yeah, the moment you the moment you kill the dog with the person inside, that's the moment you deserve. So really, just just rotten person. Nobody kills a doggo when a, when a woman gets away with it. That's called the that's called the John Wick effect. Yep. But oh, like, yeah, no. Henry Ruggs, Henry motherfucking <laughs> no. Ruggs decided to be an idiot one night and go behind the wheel after having a few drinks in his oh, Chevy Corvette. In his Chevy Corvette, which at the time, according to the LVMPD. Um, was going 156 miles per hour with the impact reaching with the impact speed being 127 miles per hour and the uh, the impact caused a it caused a vehicle fire that it ended up burning Tenton alive if, if passersby wanted to try, it said they wanted to try and help her but the smoke and the oak and the heat it kept her it kept them from um, saving her, her, and she tragically he died. And, and as yeah. of right now, oh, Ruggs is being in charge. And we don't know. Uh, we don't know. It how- was DUI resulting in death. Uh, right. This in could- which that in which according to Nevada, because there's no, from what I heard, there was no probation order, or that wasn't a, uh, or that it's wasn't a, an option a, in the state of Nevada. Of two, um, it's a minimum of two years in. Uh, no, it's uh, it's a range of two to twenty years. That's what it is. Right, it's a minimum of two in the clink, but uh, right. Uh, but like uh, this, let's also not forget that uh, this is a man who uh, that Henry Ruggs, Ruggs, he lost his best, he lost one of his best friends to reckless driving, and he memorializes him um, after by doing the, by doing what killed him in the first place. It's like, oh gee, God. man, don't you think that's kind of hypocritical? Tanner, can you, Tanner, can you? 
Tanner, can you let it? Can you let a girl finish her sentence? He memorializes. He memorializes his best friend, and and every time he get every time he got a touchdown in the uh, felt, oh like he he knows the effects. Did you want this charger in your bedroom? He knows knows the effects that uh, reckless uh, driving has on uh, has on people. Well, because he's had to experience it firsthand, uh, firsthand yeah. with his best friend, and uh, and now, uh, so you would ass- assume that uh, even if he if he is is like two times over the legal limit, he would, uh, he right. would and he's trying to remember like, oh shit, right. I lost my friend to this. I shouldn't be doing it. Right, and plus, like, um, if I remember correctly, the the BAC was registered at a point one six one. Right, which and is the legal limit in Nevada is point zero eight. Right. So, like, my question is, like, why the hell would you even bother, like, doing shit like that if you like, if you've experienced it with your friend being with his life taken the same way? What makes you think, like, in your right mind? That would be a good idea to uh, just to follow up, especially with the extensive amount of ride sharing apps and apps nowadays, like Uber and Lyft. You can, yeah, so, exactly. <laughs> but like, here's the thing though: like, this is a lesson to everyone, not like not just to us, to people that do this, but to everybody listening and to your children or your friends or whatever. If you're gonna drink, either do it at home or don't get behind the fucking wheel. If you're gonna do, if you're gonna go out and drink, get an Uber, get a Lyft, have a designated driver on hand, or just call like a friend, family member, or whatever, to get you home, and then you can go back the next day and just get your car and whatever. I would not back I, instead I would of not just recommend walking home because uh, because you really no, because that'd be public intoxication. That'd be public intoxication, and you don't want to uh, drunkenly stumble into the middle of the road. But yeah, because uh, that could also be fucked too. Yeah, but. Honestly, I feel like we should uh, get to the uh, to the yeah. review. Uh, so, without further ado, here's the week eight review. Week uh, eight with my, so we'll start with Thursday night football, which and what we dubbed the first injury bowl of the season between the Green Bay Packers and the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, you could t- you could talk about this game all you want. It was all right at one part. At some parts it was all right. At some parts it was just flat out dog shit. I was uh, what is it? I was I think I was busy watching, uh, watching the uh the Bruins that night, so I didn't end up watching it. No, but the game went all right. They kind of went back and forth, back and forth. But on the final drive, like when they had to go ninety nine yards to try and win the game, on this play with twelve seconds left in the game. Murray throws a pass. AJ Green was going for. Oh, sorry, my controller batteries died. Intercepted. Game over. Congratulations, <laughs> 1970s Dolphins. You're relevant for another year. Yeah. So the so the, the fucking Coyotes. Jesus Christ. The Cardinals have been handed their Cardinals first. Coyotes. Cardinals. Coyotes. Yeah. So the Cardinals have been handed their first L of the year, and now fall to seven and one. But. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, seriously, AJ Green, like, did you? Like, he, like, if you look back at the clip of that final pat of that final play, you could see like, that is exactly what happens every time in Madden 
when you try to get when you try to get a pass, but you're, then your freaking controller dies. Part of me feels that's like, exactly what the hell that was. Part of me feels like at this point, AJ AJ Green's just kind of checked out. Like, oh, he was good all year. He's been good all year. Yeah, but <laughs> funny that you say that, Johnson, because now he's on the COVID list. He did. That's true. Did, he did the same thing last. Uh, he had a very, very similar play last year uh, when he was still in, in Cincy. Like uh, he just checked out in the middle of a, of a, uh, in the middle of a route. Like what the hell? No, but that no, that no, that though has to be the most infamously stupid thing I've seen. Like, like I like, like where you look for the ball. You just stood there. Are you okay? Oh, control about controller is working again. Too late. Got a chance. You screwed it. Yeah. But, uh, and ironically enough, it was by the guy that the Packers picked up from, again, ironically enough, the Cardinals practice squad. Who saw that one coming? I think, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, uh yeah, but, uh, uh, but also we have a, uh, we have another signing this week of, uh, of Mr. Yes. Blake Bortles to the uh, to the uh, to the oh, to the Packers Packers practice squad because, to the Grossy Posse Packers Nation because a certain Aaron Rodgers is out with COVID, uh, which means uh, I, I, I want to say that I'm immunized. Which means, let's go. Jordan Love is starting. He's yeah. not start. He's got. If he doesn't start and Bortles starts, then he might as well just fucking put the fire sale on the Packers. He may as well just put a fire sale on him. Look, Bortles isn't a Bortles isn't a freaking terrible quarterback. It's not like he's Nathan Peterman who just got cut, but uh, but like yeah, but also getting cut was Odell Beckham Jr. on his birthday, no less, by the Cleveland Browns. Happy birthday, Odell! But uh, I mean, no, you know, here's the Browns. Here's the Browns, right? Dear Odell, Odell Beckham Jr., we wish you the sincerest of birthdays, but go fuck yourself. You're off the team. You are released. Sincerely, the Cleveland Browns organization. Here's my question in all of this. Is, <sighs> let's, uh, let's sort of just evaluate the trade that uh, the Browns uh, did, for, uh, did to get uh, Odell. They traded a first of, uh, they traded the 17th overall pick a third er, Jabril Peppers, uh, Jabril Peppers, ers, and guard Kevin Zeitler er, for er, for Odo Beckham Jr. and Olivier Vernon. Was this trade yeah. at least worth it for the two years they got out of uh, Vernon? Because uh, because honestly, if we're uh, if we're talking just oh god, don't t- what is this a fucking NFL trade tree video? Not now. This isn't Steve Dangle's show. This is this is a comment sports podcast. Look, I just uh, look. I'm just saying that uh, even though Odell didn't do oh shit, it it freaking Vernon got like 14 sacks in in two years with the Bra- uh, with the Browns, and last year he uh, last year he put up uh, ten and a half. Ugh, the dude uh, like Olivier Vernon was uh, was a great budget uh, defensive end. And but honestly, I, d- I don't think that they I uh, I honestly think that uh, the Browns uh, in between the the pick that they gave up and their second round pick, uh, they could have had uh, Marquise Brown or Debo Sam- and Debo Samuel 
Congratulations, Cardinals. You're not complete trash. You beat the Falcons. Did you say the Cardinals? Sorry, the Panthers. Did you say the Cardinals? I saw C A R on the <laughs> thing and my and my brain said and my brain said Cardinals for some reason. I know. Oh, God damn it, North Carolina. Yeah. I am not Try smart. <laughs> Never mind, but yeah, the Panthers managed to get their shit together after losing four straight after starting the year three and out. They managed to win a football game on the back of Hubbard, who has been a beauty so far for the Panthers. But, but they might not need the next week Hubbard anymore because next week, run, C- run CMC is going to run it back. He's coming back on uh, Kramayar. Again, week nine against the Patriots. We're gonna we're gonna break him again. Yep. Mm -hmm. Watch, you might get injured, and Hubbard starts for the rest of the year. Because that's just how logic goes in the NFL. You don't expect anything. Yep. Just as. But yeah, nineteen to thirteen. Just as your score. Expect. Uh, Carson Wentz to throw two picks in uh, in critical situations. What is the uh, what is he? Philip Rivers? Nah, nah, that would be hilarious. I mean, like, um, like, like I think I thought it was a like a bad decision for Wentz to throw that. Like, like when when he was in the end zone, like, um, like I'm sure he meant well, but like um, when he like threw that pick. Um, like you know, you would have allowed less points if he just took the sack. Yeah, you than if you like point. throw the pick. Yeah. Like everybody wants to be Mahomes nowadays, for better or for worse. That's just how the NFL is. This is yeah. that's what we call playing hero ball. Don't be a hero. Nope, because then you got Fat Randy kicking the field goal to win the game. Yep. So in that case, Titans 34, Colts 31. The Titans that still the best game. team. But unfortunately, this trade, this win does come at a cost for your Tennessee. It involves your king. And I would say your king's head, but the ankle will be more suffice. And uh, and so without Derrick Henry, they must rely. They decide they must. They, they wanted the land for, for a new treasure to settle on and a new warrior to lead them into battle. They stumble across a humble a- Sir Adrian Peterson of Detroit. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm really calling Adrian Peterson the man who, uh, who uh, pretty much admitted a few years ago that he still beats his kid. Are we really calling him humble? But, but I mean... It's not. It's not the fact that Adrian Peterson is uh, is back behind uh, is back in the backfield. Oh, now that's making me unhappy. 
Marlon Mack was uh, uh, was pretty much on the trade. It was pretty much it was pretty much one of the talks of the trade deadline. Like, here's my question though: Do you think the Titans will really trade with their fucking division rival? What? And and the second question that is: Will the Colts really give up their star running back to a division rival? Marlon Mack is the is if I'm not mistaken, he's the third string running back in that uh, in that. In that system, maybe even uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, dude is, the dude has seen the ball. I think, no, I think Bird. I think so. So he's seen the ball uh, at most like twenty times this uh, this season. And, yeah, but he's still one of the more serviceable running backs, though. I, like absolutely, he's like one of the more serviceable running backs. Just needed... clearly not enough to get uh, touches above uh, Jonathan Taylor and Naeem Hines. No, I'm so freaking lonely, but like. That's just what it is, though. Injuries suck, and so doesn't the freaking Indianapolis Colts. Just so the team, say, and go back to playing your fucking guitar on the local radio, and and popping pills until you fucking yeah. Sorry. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but but I saw Michael Pittman though for the Colts. He's been a, a absolute beauty. T. Y. Hilton, who? <laughs> Ten catches on the day, eighty-six yards, two touchdowns, both within the first eight minutes of the game. Congrats! Congratulations to anybody who had him on your fantasy team. Yeah, but uh, Pittman, Pittman has been a good, serviceable running back. Uh, not running back, receiver for the Colts. I like, I like Michael Pittman. But uh, mm-hmm. hey, Miami. Uh, I like the fact that you put up uh, eleven points in the box uh, in. In the box run because putting up twenty point because putting up eleven points is always funny because you don't because you don't see it too often. But uh, what 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 the hell? What 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 is what is going on here? I don't know anyone. I I really don't. Miami just shit the bed. Look at last season ten and six. This season they already surpassed their amount of losses from last season. Here's my question: Does this uh, does this solidify in people's heads that Ryan Fitzpatrick is better than Tua Tagovailoa? Because yes, it, because Tua Tagovailoa or Tua Tagovailoa because that's what he pretty much did instead of throwing touchdown passes this week. He only, he only turned the ball over once. Still a turnover. Turnover is a turnover. May as well just open the South Miami Turnover Bakery. For references' sake, Jameis Winston has turned uh, Jameis Winston turned the ball over three times in this entire season when starting. Right. Yeah, and because of his result of good play, oh wait, the football gods can't have that happen. We'll get to that in a little while. But point stands: Miami sucks. Buffalo walked all over them, like as if Miami was their fucking doormat. Turn the Dolphins into their turn them turn the Dolphins blubber into. A, into whatever the hell and they saltier so nothing will ever grow again. Have a nice day, Miami. You're trash. Congratulations, it's Cole Beasley on having a in a good uh, game finally. Now get vaccinated, uh, dummy. But uh, <laughs> well, speaking of dummies, let's go to the Jets Bengals. Okay. And I'll say no. Okay. Hold on. Mike. Hold on. Hold on. This game. Uh, this game is not. Uh, this this final score does not tell the whole story because 
is it doesn't tell the story of the worst penalty in probably all season. In what is it? Yeah, what? Wait, what? Uh, you're, no, I know what you're talking about. The the freaking uh, receiver, something for the Bengals, led with his crown and hit the Jets player in the head. What no. is a defensive penalty? Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, the uh, uh, what is it? Mike Hilton in uh, Mike Hilton in tried to go low for a uh, for a tackle, and uh, and Ty Johnson in seeing that also uh, also went low, and oh, uh, and it resulted in a, a penalty of uh, and it resulted in on the defense unsportsmanlike conduct, and uh, and the Bengals ended up uh, getting. In a really costly penalty, and if that didn't happen, in the Bengals, it's entirely possible that the Bengals uh, make a last-minute drive down the field to. Uh, no, if no, if the Beng- if Joe Burrow didn't throw that interception towards the end of the game, they would have won easily. That's fair, yeah, but yeah, Joe Burrow shook the bed with that one. He threw that one, but I somehow, some way, the New York Jets won a football game. Against a against an actual competitor, but also Mike White. Yeah, look at he's only the second quarterback since 1950 to get 400 passing yards in his first NFL start, with the only other one being Cam Newton. He's also uh, he's also the uh, the first first the first quarterback since uh, on the Jets. It's since Vinny Testaverde, uh, I think December twenty eighth, nineteen ninety nine, to throw for four hundred yards. I that is that is. Wait, wait, wait. Other than Testaverde, who the hell was really the last notable quarterback for the Jets? For the Jets, I think the last notable quarterback was Mark Sanchez. Notable, notable for Sam Arnold, I guess. Notable for questionable reasons, but definitely notable. You, you can't tell the story of the uh, Jets without uh, without the illustrious butt fumble. But yes. Yeah. So final yeah. score 34 31 Jets. J E T S suck, suck, suck. You know who also sucks? Uh Browns. What the what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, speaking of which, the Browns and Stash. Basically the logic here is simple, my friends. The Steelers got Super Bowl. Stop turning urinating phrase. The Steelers got Super Bowl. Can you please stop referencing urinating (laughs) (laughs) We got to have some original content, Tanner. When the hell were we ever original? Uh, Sometimes. Fair enough. But yeah, this is a game where Captain Fatbook actually looked like a competent quarterback this season. And I mean, one of these Shocking. times this season, because he hasn't been like that all season, and instead turned into an oak tree. Shocking. Yeah. Yeah, but he, he managed to get 266 passing yards. Deontay Johnson had a nice little game, just under 100 yards this season. Just under. But also, Jarvis Landry, uh, can, is there any way that we can, like, sew the padding back onto your – her hands because oh my god, stop dropping the football. No, he, you know what happened? It was a Nelson Aguilar treatment when he first got into England. What do you mean? Nelson couldn't catch a fucking football, and now he's catching dimes. We'll get to that in a bit. 
No, Nelson Aguilar. Nelson Aguilar didn't really have. Uh, didn't really start out with. It's too bad of a. At least it was. Well, no, well, it was a rocky start, but it wasn't that bad of a rock. Like that was somewhat of a rocky start in the beginning. It was, yeah, it was a little bit questionable, but it wasn't as bad as it was in Philly. Serving these bozos. Yeah, fifteen to ten. The Browns win. The, uh, no, not the Browns. The Steelers win the game. And they got a Super Bowl. They're not going to the Super Bowl. No, they're not. But, but it, another it, team that's allegedly going to the Super Bowl is the Detroit Lions. Oh my God, what the fuck is that? Please. Like, no, 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 you know what this is? Zoink school! Zoink school! Zoink school! Zinkies! <laughs> Dude, this man, <laughs> this man's shaggy or Scooby life. Oh my god, but this is a back for the Lions. Oh my god, like did they even try to show up? But was, was it that or was it that the defense just managed to not get anything done worth Jack? I think they were. I think they were all mesmerized by Gardner Minshew's his beautiful porn stash that uh, that they had to uh, that they're like, you know what? Here's forty four points. Porn stash. Uh, we're gonna. We're just gonna check out right now. Ha- have your free win. Have your free win. We can't compete with your facial hair. It's the Eagles. Do you think that the Eagles? I mean, come on, it's the Lions. No, it's the Eagles. Then yeah, they're going to beat the Lions. The Lions are shit. Did you expect anything different? Uh, honestly, the Lions I, might be the best winless team of all time. They are the best. In- they're in, like, every game, and except for the Eagles game, but they find a way to lose every close game. How could, yeah. How could you How could you listen to Dan Campbell and not immediately be feel motivated to just – that's what I'm saying. You gotta like the, the man was lines. crying, which I thought was weird at the time, but the man is dedicated. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather have a coach that cares too much than not care at all. The dude will the dude will bite off your freaking kneecaps. Yeah. But another team that will uh, a team that will not only bite off your kneecaps, but also uh, but also steal your quarterback's throwing ability is uh the LA Rams. Oh my god. Dude, how did you how did you let 16 in how did you let up 22 points in garbage time and and just screw over every single better in in Vegas? Because the over under for this game was uh was 16 what is it the the spread for this game was is was Rams by by 16 point in five and everybody and pretty much everybody bet over and then they let up uh, 22 points in garbage time enough to uh, to ruin the spread R- rams win 38 22 oh uh, and honestly uh cooper cup uh, cooper cup oh my uh, this dude how is it that teams don't know to just cover cooper cup at this point like, 
like he has I don't know how many times I've seen this dude like at the top of of a of receiving yards for the for the Rams this year but it's it's been it's been a lot I think more than I've seen in anybody be at the top of any production list for for any team but uh I mean, Davis Mills finally threw for over uh, 300 yards. I mean, in, what is it? It on paper the uh, Houston didn't have a terrible game, but they, uh, but also, oh, I mean, it was all in garbage time. But also, the Rams have a new, uh, the Rams have a new challenger approaching. Dang. The net, uh, the new, uh, the newest addition to this Smash, uh, Smash Bros roster is uh uh Aaron Donald you uh make make a little space on that D line cuz you're getting Von Miller now <laughs> and uh and honestly honestly I think the funniest part about uh the Rams trading a second and a fourth for, for Von Miller is that now they have pretty much no picks in in 2022 and in a and in like a Zoom um, press conference or something in in the Rams GM Les Need was seen, was seen drinking from a coffee cup that says "fuck them picks." <laughs> they they like I I hated how the uh, the Rams were doing in this or uh, I hated how the Rams uh, were roster building because it felt like uh, it was the easiest way to you know, to put themselves in uh, in cap hell, but. Oh, but I'm I I have a weird affection for it now. I don't know what it is, but oh my god, the just just keep going, just 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 destroy the league, LA, please. You hear that, Jesse? I'm saying something nice about the Rams, but. The the uh, F I was, I was helping out Artie, very, very Kino, very Kino. <laughs> Bro, the Rams. Okay, let's talk about Von Miller. Talk, I know, I'm sorry, I, I'm a little late, but Von Miller. This man is a past his prime, but the Broncos are literally paying the Rams to take him. So it's like, like I don't know, but but I, do I think he's a first round worthy talent still? No, but are the Rams still gonna go for it? Because the guy, the GM, literally said yesterday, he's like, "Screw first round picks." The, he was he was holding a coffee cup that said, "Fuck them picks." Yeah, like this guy, like he's the definition of like, oh, if we don't win in LA, like he's like he's very like glamoury kind of like you got to win in LA and like win now, win now, win now. He's not for the future at all. Ever since he moved, they moved to LA, they've been very good. They've been better since they were in St. Louis, but. The point is, it's very weird, and their owners it's very, uh, very urgent. Say that it doesn't have a lot of patience. Yeah, but uh, I, I don't know. I, I was frustrated with it at the start of the uh, uh, when they started signing all those contracts, like uh, like Gurley for uh, Gurley for four years, and then Donald for six years, and then and Goff for four years, and. And everything, and I'm like, hey, what are you, what are you guys doing? This this isn't this isn't how you build a roster. This is how you uh, this is how you uh, make sure that you can't uh, that you're just 
uh, stuck spinning the tires, but I, I don't know. I'm starting to have just a little bit of a, of an affection for it because it's just so, it's just. I think the, the Stafford trade was, they hit the nail on the head with that. Right. Oh yeah, him absolutely. And Mc, him and McVeigh are like meant to be together. Yeah. I think like once you finally realize you can get a quarterback that can stretch the field and you know me, I'm a Jared Goff guy, but the man can't throw a freaking football more than 30 yards. Well, because he had no receivers in Detroit other than Swift. No, and I know. Hawkinson. I'm saying like when he was. No, I'm saying like when he was with the Rams. But oh yeah, no, he got his sling shit. It's very different now, but yeah. But you know, if McVay, if McVay likes he see, if McVay likes what he sees, then he should put a ring on it. But uh, then maybe that could be the Super Bowl ring, or it could be an engagement ring. I don't judge. <laughs> that, would be an, that would be a strange conflict of interest to marry one of your, uh, not only to marry one of your uh, your players, but also, uh, but also marry one that's already freaking married. Polyamory is a thing. Just saying. But we're not going to get into that. Yeah. Yeah. We're not. Yeah. I'm not. We're not going to start. Texas looks like shit. I don't. I don't That's exactly all. think that. I don't exactly think that. Uh, that Sean McVay is the type of person to have. Uh, <laughs> to have a massive femboy polycule. But. Uh, but if he does, I'm not going to judge. If he does, I'm not going to judge, and I and I very much applaud him for uh, for having a uh, for amassing a femboy polycule. But, right. but, no. but let's go on to Niners, Bears, and Johnson. Yes, you are seeing that stat line range for the Bears. Fields to put up more rushing yards and more yardage. Not not as a QB, Mister. As a non QB, you put up more yardage than any other fucking Chicago Bear. Yet this is this is just proof that uh, that Matt Nagy should not be play calling because he sur- he surrendered play calling for this game and uh, and Fields looked so much more comfortable. If it, this is this is just proof that the Bears need to fire uh, Matt Nagy. They they cannot. That's, no, that's that's the truth. No matter what, not is the truth. We all thought we all thought that the problem was uh, was freaking who is it. Cody Parkey hitting that double doink, but no, it was it was Nagy the whole time. We all thought that the problem was is Trubisky, and like, yeah, Trubisky's not Trubisky's not first round talent, but oh my god, he is. But oh my god, it, it, Nagy is the problem here. Oh, free! Now it's free OBJ. Now it's free Justin Fields. No, it's, <laughs> yeah. no, it's, it's, no I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Give, give Justin Fields another year. He'll be fine. Yeah, he'll be fine. Justin Fields. Right another, now, I think Nagy. Nagy's terrible. Let's be real. Like right. even Bears fans look like that stinks. Right. Not only not only Chicago Bears fans, but Bridgewater State fans can agree that Matt Nagy's a piece of shit. Yeah. Oh, it's just, We're both uh, Bears, so it works. I like guess. their defense is always solid enough where they should be winning games. Um, but, but also, I think I don't think I don't think they even were able to record a, a sack even even if they this year this game. Even. Look at the how Khalil fucking Maga they can't do shit. You know what? That's a sign of that's a sign that your team's a fucking joke. Yeah, yeah. Nagy needs to be fired, but uh. 
But, yeah. But 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 let's go on to the next game. Pads Chargers at Solo Fire Stadium in Inglewood, California. Macquarie Dackery Jones decides to do Macquarie Dackery Jones things and throw some Macquarie Dackery dimes. That's my quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. So hold on, hold on, hold on. (laughs) Jesse, Jesse, I want to, I want to call back to something. Back in April, do you remember what you said? I wasn't about it. Yes. No. I know. I thought I was. I wanted Justin Fields because, of course, I did. But (laughs) you know, but once, once they cut Cam Newton, I knew we made the right choice because that means Bill sees something that none of us do, and he was right because of course. (laughs) I just like how I just like how you say if Matt Jones. Is drafted by the Patriots, he would jump off the Sagamore Bridge. Want, I just really wanted Justin Fields, but I'm obviously not happy. I no, mean, like Jones has been amazing, though. I mean, yeah, great game here 217 yards. Damon Harris, a great game of 80 yards. But it's all about our boy Adrian motherfucking Phillips. Two picks on his former QB, Justin Herbert, the pervert. One of them going for a pick six. We should, uh, we should also. We should uh we should also put a bit of a caveat on in Justin Jackson's in's rushing rushing stat line. Now I have to say this: I love Justin Jackson for his presence on in Twitter. I just uh, uh, I just uh, I don't know. I just find it hilarious how uh, how in uh, in this league there's uh, there's uh, Justin Jackson is uh, is like one of the. Uh, is like one of the biggest leftists I've seen in ever. Uh, not probably not ever, but like uh, he's one of the uh, mo- he's one of the uh, biggest leftists in like sports uh, right now. But uh, three rushes, seventy nine yeah, yards. The problem is one of those rushes was seventy five yards. So uh, uh, yeah, but it's uh, so still the most productive charger on the day. This this the lo- this longest. Let's run, but uh, but yeah, well, sorry, but it was still the most productive charger on the day, right? But, uh, but yeah, this is a close game. They're 27 24. The pants are back to 500, and we guys, I have no idea who the fuck we got this week. Uh, you know what? Hold on, hold on. I'll pull up, I'll pull up the magical search engine that is known as Google, and we will talk about my boy Geno Smith. Let's go, Gino, oh, Gino Smith. Oh, we got um, we got oh, we got Panthers this week. That's right, right. What is it, Gino? Oh Smith. boy, finally won a finally won a game and oh. and yeah, I know, right? For the first time since since week two, Tyler Lockett had more than sixty yards on the uh, on the day. And no, he had double that, nearly two and a half times that. He had hundred and forty-two receiving yards. Beautiful, but like, how the hell do you not get a touchdown that game? It should it, all that yard. That's why you don't get a touchdown. It should have been in 143 yards and uh, and one touchdown, but uh, but like he was called down at the one yard line. In in, in but yeah, it's right. uh, I and. Uh, and although although this week is their bye week, they have said that. Well, also, by the way, too. By the way, do we count this as a tank bowl because most teams are dog shit? No, no, we don't because. Well, because the because well, of course Seattle's gonna eventually gonna come back with Russell Wilson. Right, Russell. But for now. Dun, 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 dun. 
we're not playing round ball rock right now. But, uh, but yeah, after after this bye week, eh, Russell Wilson said that he eh, he is pretty much ready to ready to go for her next contest. Yeah, so Gino, thank you for your service. No, please fuck off. Thank thank you for your service, Gino. Well, now now continue being on uh, on the bench. We love you. We love you, man. Yeah. But also, though, who won that trade between Carolina and Jacksonville earlier in the season? Because Dan Arnold has been all right. Uh, was it, what, what was the trade anyway? Was it Arnold for C.J. Henderson, I think? I think so. Or was it? Uh, I think it was Arnold for C.J. Henderson. Uh, uh, Arnold. And, like, the mid-round picks got swapped, too, I think. Yeah. But I don't know. I haven't heard C.J. Henderson's name since that uh, since that trade, so maybe that's just uh, solidifying that – uh, that he's just kind of dust at this point, but yeah. But let's go to Tampa Bay, New Orleans, and let's fr- let's watch some Jameis Winston passes. Ah, and he's out for the season. You know, you know who wa- you know who's also dust. Uh, Tom Brady against the Saints. Yep. And now that Jameis Winston is done for the season, torn AC on MCL. You guys see the clip of, of Jameis dancing on his crutches? Well, it, no, I didn't. No. That was awesome. I'm not going to lie. That kind of reminded me of, of, of like at the start of the uh, semester or during like the whole uh, welcome back to, uh, to campus uh, things. Pretty much during every single uh, – I had a broken arm um, at the beginning of – yeah. Uh, yeah. And is that is that your excuse of why you got your ass kicked in Madden? Oh. No, it's uh, no, it's that I don't, don't fucking know how to uh, is that I don't um, play, the last Madden I uh, I played was like Madden 11 on the and the Wii and even then I uh, all I did in, in franchise mode was just add uh, was just add who was it? I added Terrell Owens in in free agency and just uh, and just threw hail marys the entire uh, the entire game. It was awesome. I racked up over a hundred a thousand in passing yards in one game. It was uh, yeah, yeah. But but now that James is out, like I said, torn ACL and MCL. Enter wait, who the hell? Is Trevor he? Simeon. Oh, no, no. No, who the wait? Who's that? Trevor who's Simeon. Oh wait, 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 Trevor, Trevor Simeon. He's still in the league. Yes, he is. Shit, shit. Who knew? But yeah, yeah, he, yeah he, 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 he can do things. And he defeated he defeated the Bucks uh, on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, shockingly enough, Trevor Simeon can actually win games. Yeah. Who know, right? Without getting his Yeah, I believe uh Taysom Hill is uh he apparently he's injured too. So oh, right. that's why Yeah, Michael Thomas is out for the entire season, so he's done. Good. They good. They were getting no production out of him any anyway, and it's not like uh, but I will yeah, s- but that's yeah, but that's true. Will, but the Saints had to go. The Saints had to go, had to go shopping because apparently they need. Apparently they thought they forgot something at the store and they went shopping and they decided to pick up this uh nice looking Mark Ingram. Do the Saints? We already talked about the Mark Ingram trade. Now, uh, yeah, now, but still, so, just to help it. Here's the big question: Do the Saints pick up uh, Odell Beckham Jr. Because I think they do. No. No. Uh, he's he's gonna come to he's gonna come to Macboro and and do some Macboro things. I don't uh, I don't know, but uh, also 
Uh, what is I think also a tank bowl is is Washington versus Den Denver. Uh, like ten people watch that game. It, ten people watched that game and and really nothing nothing really happened in it. Denver Denver won seventeen to ten, and there's not much to really talk about. Let's let's continue on. Yeah. The Sunday night football. We got the play. Taylor Haneke stinks. Hi, yeah. Okay, so okay, when I went to the training, right, I went to this cow. Like basically, one of the person people that were giving out candy was a fucking Cowboys fan. I was like, you better beat the Vikings. I said to him, you better beat the Vikings. And they sure enough, they beat the Vikings. But not more Dak Prescott, you see, because Dak Prescott. Cooper Rush, baby. Cooper Rush rushed his way down the field and led the Cowboys to victory. I Yes. I I said, oh, it's funny, too. Cooper Rush to Amari Cooper for 122, 122 receiving yards and a touchdown. Let's also not forget that this is the same team that last year had Andy Dalton throwing to Dalton Schultz. Running uh, Ben DiNucci. No, it's more so... Uh, well, he, he played some games and not the whole thing, you know. Right. But, uh, but yeah. Uh, I think, honestly, uh, people were people were dogging on Kurt for a... People were dogging on of Justin but but the problem is, what is it? Jefferson had a Jefferson like hesitated in the middle of his route and and was like three yards behind the in the pass and everyone was like, "Come on, Kirk, you Kirk, you screwed up!" Like, no, that's Justin Jefferson's fault. Look, I th- I, th- I found out who was at the door. It's Virtual Brew. Nice, but I am I am honestly of the opinion. That people are too hard on Kirk Cousins. Bro, Kirk Bridget, Cousins. No, no, that man is the definition of mediocre. <laughs> no, I'll tell you what Kirk Cousins is. A, a bench warmer? Uh, no. <laughs> Kirk Cousins is not a bench warmer. What are you, what are you talking about? He's, uh, what is it? He's he can be if he was shit enough. Just right. hard a couple more shitty games and they'll find another QB to play with. No, what they need is a new head coach. Get rid of Mike Zimmer. Mike Zimmer is holding this team back. If they if they want a good if they want a good head coach in the season and get freaking Everflus from Everflus from freaking where is it? No, no, you, yeah, no, you know what they need. You know what they need. What? They need Frank Tarkenton back. No, they, they need don't. the high coach from the 60s and 70s back. Because he led them to, like, like what, four Super Bowls? Bud Grant, I think eh, – I don't even know what Bud Grant is. I think he's, like, a senior advisor or something like that for the uh, for the Vikings. But uh, but still, like uh, – Bud like, Grant. For head coach, for head coach options, here, eh, here's what you, what you got. You can, eh, you can try and eh, – you can try and take – Eric B. Anime, Byron Leftwich, or freaking Everflus away from Minneapolis. You get there are options for good head coaches out out there. You don't. Yeah, and Bill ain't one of them. Keep your hands off them. What? I don't know. That's just that's just my New England bias showing again. No, by by all means, take by all means take Josh McDaniels. 
close. We don't. Uh, I am still of the opinion that Josh McDaniels is holding the holding the Patriots back. Get him out of. Get him out of New England. Yeah, the Colts tried that, but look what happened. No, it was the Broncos that uh, tried it. No, no, it was the Colts that tried to get McDaniels, but he went back to New England. Right, but. But now we go on to Monday Night Football. And this was also and a shit show blunder. Giants, Chiefs, and what is – what the fuck was this game? Congrats, Chiefs. You beat the Giants. Now, how about you actually go out and beat some real competition for once? How about you compete some bitch? <laughs> but, uh, what? What? I don't know. But, uh – uh, but like, yeah, but uh, this is a shit show game. Both teams deserve to lose this game. Daniel Sorensen, get off the. Uh, Daniel Sorensen needs to not be on an NFL roster. After uh, I was Kadarius saying, Darius Tony. No, here's a hot take. Kadarius Tony throws the football better than Daniel Jones. Maybe who knows? But uh, uh what is it? There. We had Baltimore and Vegas on a bye this week. But uh, what is it? And Baltimore, no, the Bolters are going to have buys next week, too, because they got they got to do a shitty opponents. No. How, how could you possibly forget that? They, ha- they had to do two bye weeks because they, they really don't have a lot of competition. Fair. But, uh... Yeah, my, yeah week eight's done. But... In the first night game of week nine, Mr. Mike White, the guy who was just recently crowned mayor of New York City, is injured in an enter career bench warmer, Mr. John, I mean, Josh Johnson. Yes. What? But, uh. Can we just, like, let's fight for a minute. Can we just talk about how much of a shit show that game was last night? That game. But it sucked. But the Colts defense couldn't do jack shit. It was the good for like couldn't do five jack minutes. Shit. Yeah, the game was good for like five minutes. I'll talk about a better <laughs> game. I will talk about a better game that I saw last night uh, later. But first, I have to I have to complain about the uh, about the NCAA. Oh, so hey, Jesse, Zach, you guys want to get the popcorn? So the college football playoff rankings things came out that uh, came out uh, a day or two ago and. Oh, and here they are. Number one, uh, uh, this is going from uh, 1 to 25. Number one, Georgia. Two, Alabama. Three, Michigan State. Four, Oregon. Five, Ohio State. Six, Cincinnati. Seven, Michigan. Eight, Oklahoma. Nine, Wake Forest. Ten, Notre Dame. <coughs> Oklahoma State. Twelve, Baylor. Thirteen, Auburn. Fourteen, Texas A&M. Fifteen, BYU. Uh, Sixteen, Ole Miss. Seventeen, Mississippi State. Eighteen, Kentucky. Nineteen, NC State. 20 Minnesota, 20 Minnesota, 21 Wisconsin, and 22 Iowa, 23 Fresno states, 24 San Diego state, and 25 Pittsburgh. You know what's the? You know what's always? You know what's kind of funny about uh, this? Alabama is ranked second. No, I think what's funny is how the hell is Michigan State third? No, because they beat Michigan. Because they beat Michigan. They beat Michigan. Woo! One win. Dude, Michigan was a top ten team. That was but, a top ten matchup. Oh, like, I get it. You beat your bigger brother. Oklahoma's a joke. Cincinnati, Oklahoma, and Wake Forest are all undefeated, and they're 
Okay, those okay. Wake Forest is in the ACC. That doesn't count. They play no one. American Conference, Cincinnati, dog shit. Okay, and they're all setting it up for when Florida and uh, no, for excuse me, for when Georgia and Alabama play each other in the SEC. That's going to determine the one and four seeds, and then Ohio State's going to walk in, beat Michigan State in the Big Ten championship game after they beat Michigan State in the last two weeks of the year, and then Michigan, and then they're going to win the Big Ten, and then they're going to prance right into the playoff again because it's the same four teams every year. It's my, the same four teams my, every year. My question here is that uh, why uh, – what is the point of a uh, of a ranking that goes all the way to 25 if only the top four get in? in the NCAA – Because that's fucking logic. Has, they have to explain the playoffs. The, no N- the NCAA. What they talking about? Like, wait, wait, hold on. What they talking about expanding the playoffs at some point? Yes, they did, and uh, yes, they did. And guess what? Power Five schools was voted down because they uh, because they realized, oh shit, we might, uh, oh shit, we might have our teams get uh, upset by uh, by lower teams. Like I don't know, Alabama uh, losing to a team that hasn't had double digit wins in a season since uh, since Johnny Manziel was there. Uh, uh. <laughs> Seriously, who gives a shit about failings anymore? It's 2021. Everybody offends everybody. What even you, my, even just by breathing the wrong way, you offend somebody. What do you, What are you talking about, Tanner? I'm talking about. I'm talking about how Alabama lost to Texas A&M this this year. A team, a team that has been middle of the road for the last decade, and they're and they're still ranked second in the. In the nation, if you're gonna have a because it's logic, Jocelyn, it's logic. It doesn't make sense. If you are going to have a, if you're going to have uh, rankings things from four to twenty, from one to twenty-five, expand the college football playoffs. The NCAA makes uh, makes more money than any other sports organization in annual annually, entirely off of a sixty-four seed. You'd playoff bracket every single March. Use some of that expenditures for the college football playoff for the college football playoffs. Who cares about the feelings of Power Five schools when many of them are when many of them, especially in the SEC, are usually ascribed to the to the notion of facts. Don't care about your feelings, but but still the freaking the. The NCAA. You would think you would think logic would make sense of everything. This is a situation where logic makes no sense. Alabama wins low. Tanner, we can't keep excusing shit because logic doesn't make sense. You know, it's it's. Uh, no, I agree. They should expand the playoffs. Okay, I agree with you. They should expand it because we're gonna have the ranking. Why keep it at four? It makes no sense. I've heard you. I've heard you. Protect like, the feelings of the power to protect the the fragile and uh, the fragile and insignificant feelings of power five uh, of power five conferences is they yeah. It's like okay, at least do this right. The reason why the reason <laughs> right, why and this is my proposal. I guess my proposal. Do twelve teams what the NFL did. You have six teams on each side of the bracket. With two of them getting to buy, and the other, and the other four having to duke it out to try to get no. there to see like Wall Street faces number one, higher seat, higher seat faces number two, or whatever. No, twelve. And here's why I say this. Here's why I say this. Hold on, hold on. Here's the reason I'm saying this. <clears throat> the reason being, like, I get it. You're going with t- you're going with top twenty five rankings, but look at you get half of that, like at least half of that going into the college football playoff tournament. 
You got you get that. You could use that revenue. Like think about that, right? Like that was the old way the NFL did it, right? But yeah, you could make this work. It could work. And here's why it could work because with the more teams that are in it, the more revenue that the NCAA gets. The more revenue the NCAA gets, the more they can do, and the more that they can do. The better for us as fans to watch and better for the players. Here's my rebuttal. Well, 12 teams still protects the 12 teams still protect the the top four seeds way too much because they because they get an automatic buy. You expand it to 15. No, 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 no. Tanner, Tanner. You expand it to 16 teams. Teams the teams the NC they have they still have to play those. There's still room for room for big upsets. I mean, and we all remember. Freaking in the sixteen, the sixteen seed beating the one seed in in March Madness. Yeah, UMBC beating out Virginia. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, and and sure, that was a fluke. Everybody loves a everybody loves a fluke playoff run. Everybody loved it when Oral Roberts went uh went completely off and went in, and made it to the Sweet Sixteen last year. Oh, and everyone loved it when the Jackets swept the Lightning. It's like that, right? But uh, it's just, uh, I. It is what it is. Like, it, it, like who not in that right mind it's, thinks what they're doing is a, is a good idea? It, 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 should, it should not be. Uh, it is what it is. It should. Uh, it should. It should be change the goddamn system. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, bear in bear in mind, like. Even like FCS football has like a turn bracket. It, it's not just like four teams, you know. And Division what's your bracket number at? Like you know, has... you know what that number is. What? You know what the uh, number of teams in that bracket is, or do you not? For FCS? Yeah. No, no, I, I don't. My, I think it's I'll like check sixteen. It out. Here's my. Sixteen. Here's my suggestion, and and make a. Have playoff games all the uh, all the way through, uh, in the four uh, weekends throughout uh, January. Uh, Super Bowl is uh, Super Bowl is usually uh, the first uh, Sunday in in February. You know how much uh, it would probably be good marketing to have uh, to have uh, like a a full championship weekend of uh, of. No, it's 24, Jess. I just looked at it. It's 24. 24? Oh, wow. Yeah, 24 in that bracket. I know. But, but like, the way they have it set up, it's like, it's like there, are 14, there are eight teams that get, like, kind of like a bye week, whereas the other teams have, like, have to play in order to advance to face a certain team. Like, I'll just give an example, like, just real quick. Like, Sam Houston has to wait for the winner of UIW and Missouri State. North Dakota State has to wait the winner of UC Davis and Montana, and Villanova has to wait for the winner of New Hampshire and Holy Cross. It's like that. But I think we should we should let me cool off by taking a trip to the ice. Yeah, well, we have- you always cool down at the rink. You always cool down at the rink. Oh wait, no, you're getting worked up again because. A motherfucking huge trade went down. Let's go! Gosh, no, 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 There's some huge news. There's some huge news. Eichel's, no, not Eichel. Kessel's having a kid. Oh, yeah, and apparently he's talking Jack Eichel getting traded. Congrats, Kessel, but also, yes, let's go. he's having a hard time, baby. Three. 
Yes. But yeah, Jack Eichel traded to the Vegas Golden Knights, and here are the full deets. Thanks to the puck reports on that one. The trade is Jack Eichel and a 2023 third round pick in exchange for Alex Tuck, Peyton Krebs, a first round pick, and a third round pick. I uh, honestly, I don't know how I feel about uh, losing both Tuck and Krebs in in this one, but uh, but I feel like if they, uh, but they had to, but they had to get it done though. I I really just feel they had to get it done. Honestly. I'm not even sure if they really needed to get it uh, done. I mean, I love Jack Eichel, but uh, but really, oh, but let Calgary let Calgary make that uh, let Calgary screw up uh, and uh, and make that yeah. trade. Like, yeah, I know. What's it called? What's it called? They had fuck. Well, that that's just been proven false. But allegedly, it had, they had freaking um, was it Mac and Chuck on that freaking list? I guess, but yeah, no, like it. And this, oh, I, I don't know why I'm even seeing this. Well, oh, okay, no, no, we won't talk about it like that. But, um, but yeah, also another trade with series that they never Johnny Boychick was traded and, and he's retired, right? And all, and all but name, he's retired right now. He's just on the uh LTIR. It's like basically, basically what it was is just the Islanders saying, Hey, you guys are under, you guys are under the cap floor, right? Here, take Johnny Boychuk's Johnny Boychuk's contract to get above the floor, and we don't get anything. We don't want anything. Just take the contract and get yourselves above the floor, because the floor I think it's like twenty something million. Well, you cannot be under that, and you cannot be over the cap. Obviously, but you have to be within that within that um, barrier. Uh, it's. I feel happy for Jack Eichel. I mean, yeah. Also, feel happy for Brady Kachuk because today he was announced to be the new Senators captain, the tenth one in franchise history. I mean, I wish, I wish the, uh, I do kind of wish the, uh, the Bruins would have made a, a move for him. But after, but after the last time, um, the Bruins made a trade, and, and to the, uh, but considering the last time. And the Bruins traded the Sabers. Uh, I don't think that would have gone over too well. No, <laughs> it's it's fun. It's funny. The Bruins are just so good at fleecing everybody in their division. Yeah, just wait till next Thursday. Hey, Tanner, Andrew Raycroft, Tyler Biggs. Oh, Tyler Biggs never panned out, so I'm not really upset about that one. But whatever. Uh, oh, I know, but uh, now it's, it's Tyler Biggs. I'm not really fucking bitching about that. Y'all were, y'all were hyped. If I had to roast myself, if I had to roast myself, when you no, no, hold on, hold on. Let me roast myself. Two words. Game seven. Oh wait, no. Two more words. In Boston. You guys had a three-one series lead against Montreal. You know what though? At least you didn't get swept in Montreal. You guys Harder. are reverse swept. Even worse. Well, I want to say reverse swept though. How 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 are uh, how are Marner and Matthews in that uh, series? Yeah, I'm not happy about their performance, but look at uh it is what it is. Uh, and then you have something down here. About like um, you want to explain this one, Justin, the Slovak player? 
Uh, I didn't put that. Zach, I think you put that there. Did you put it there? Yeah. Um, so a Slovak player named uh, Boris Sadecki, if uh, that um, name is correct, um, he he died. Um, he died at age twenty-four. Um, uh, think on um, Wednesday after uh, he like suffered a cardiac arrest during during one during the game. Oh shit! That is awful. Wow. Oh, Jesus Christ. That rest, rest in peace, Boris. Rest in peace, man. Jesus Christ. But uh, how does that happen? Your heart stops. I don't know. No, I know. I know shit, Dick Tracy. Your heart stops, but... <laughs> But how the hell does it just happen when you're playing against like you just skating around coming against all you know just banging dudes on the boards and all that shit going fucking passing around a fucking hard rubber puck and then all of a sudden your heart's just like I think I'm gonna clock out. I'm gonna clock out forever. Sadly. But that's just what it is, but also um, Mike Sullivan for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, testing positive for COVID, and of course, Sid the crybaby Crosby is going back on this on at home watching the games from there because he is also out with COVID. Were uh, were were Latang, Malkin, and Rust also lost for this? Well, one? by the way, advisory to who whoever puts Sidney Crosby's name. By the way, there's no two wives. It's S S I D. But uh, uh, we also have we also have uh, a certain in Fortnite legend Patrick Line out for no 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 you see those fucking shades he was wearing like that meme of him wearing the sunglasses and all that look that look that dude dresses in, impeccably no that dude fucks that's like, what he does like I uh, like what is it I was watching a video oh uh, the other day uh, yesterday of like a cute non-binary things to wear in, in the fall and stuff like that. And I'm like, like cool, I want to wear this. I'm gonna, I'm just going to keep wearing t-shirts and t-shirts, sweatpants slash pajama pants and fuzzy socks for the entire rest of the fall. Also a hoodie. Yeah, and <laughs> I saw this fucking blooper last night at the Sabres game, the Sabres cracking game. Oh, so apparently Darlene Apparently, Rasmus Dahlin got pissed at uh, the empty netter. He tried to, like, you know, like, do, like, a slap shot when the player was like, get the fuck out of here. He fucking fanned on that. <laughs> also. He fanned at raging. Also, I would, uh, also, I kind of want to uh, give a congratulations to Jordan Eberle last night for, uh, for putting in the first, uh, the first, Hat trick of uh, the Adam Kraken baby. The expansion Cracker. franchises roll on. The Vegas Knights and Seattle Kraken are destined to meet for a battle of the West. Eichel is throwing his hat in the fuck or his name in the hat and saying, "Let's roll, baby. Time for some magic." Let's, yeah, yeah, let's do it. But the thing is, though, baby, the thing is, though, now Eichel's gonna be able to have a surgery. 
And Someone on the island day, needs to lose their job as to why. And the estimated date for Eichel to come back is March. Why isn't Everly still on the island? Didn't Someone they, explain that to me. What is it? Didn't because they, he was unprotected in the expansion draft. So, because so he, like, um, he, he was the yes. one they listed, right? Didn't they? What is it? Didn't they? Uh, didn't they like protect Cal Clutterbuck instead of uh, Jordan Everly? Yeah. What kind of shit is that? Why can't kind of shit is that? What? What? Pre- what are you doing, Lemo? What the fuck did you expect? What did he say? I expected I expected Lou Lemorella to be uh, to be uh, like one of the best GMs. You expected to be competent because if you thought that, you need to get your ears checked. <laughs> Thank you, Leafs fan. Right, all right, all right, all right. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, what is it? Also, what is it? Last night we had. Well, that must have lined out. But, uh, last night during the. You said enough of your fucking (laughs) squealy bullshit. But, uh, last night. (laughs) Bruins versus is red. Oh, no, we, had, okay. we had we had a of uh, we had something that we haven't seen in in a while, at least not from the Bruins. Is it was the first and that's four goal. That's a four goal game from Bergey. No, it, no, not a four goal game from Bergey because the last time he did that was like three years ago. Well, but this one dates back to like 1999. In, oh. in Bert uh, Patrice Bergeron. The man whose shirt I am wearing right now oh, is the first Boston Bruin since Dave Andrichuk uh, on, uh, on October 28th, 1999, to score three power play goals in the same game. And, wow. Oh and this resulted in, 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 in Patrice's first, second, and third goal of the uh, season. And, uh, wow. and I am... I'm, I am so happy for for him. I love Patrice Bergeron, yeah. and I am hoping to God that at the end of this year he takes a veteran. To, he takes a yeah. What's it called? The Islanders also blew the fuck out of the Canadiens last night, and it led to the pissed off Habs fans chanting "Ole, ole, 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 ole." This game fucking sucks. I think this uh, team just sucks. I think, uh, uh, although, what is it? It, it? I think at the beginning of the season, the uh, the Canes had like a, a a website that they put up with GoDaddy oh, no. called it, the Habs. <laughs> it, the uh, Habs lose, 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 and they were selling. They were saying they were selling Cockney Emmy. And Sebastian Ajo shirts, it's on it. And if you got it for like twenty bucks, and if you put the uh, and with the promo code, I think it was we, you got like twenty percent off or something like that. And it ended up getting hacked and by some salty Habs fan. And dude, oh you're at the Lord. bottom of your dude. You're at like the bottom of the entire NHL and the. Uh, and the Canes are, are the Canes still undefeated? The Canes, let me check. 
Yeah, we yeah that'll be. That'll yeah, I'm gonna check real quick. Hold on, give me a that'll second. That'll be a good segue. The answer is yes. The answer is yes. They are still undefeated. The Panthers are technically undefeated still, but in regulation sense. That's true. All right. Apparently, Zach had. Go uh, get. Yeah, right. I saw it. Yeah, I I asked him where he went. I texted him personally. But uh. But yeah, but no, like the pan like the two top teams in the NHL right now are the Panthers and the Kings. Undisputed. Freaking undisputedly so. The top two teams in the league. And apparently Edmonton lost the game. I, it, apparently, uh, what is it? it apparently, it, this is just coming out. In, a, in an interview with Aaron Rodgers, the dude, uh, the dude, uh, the dude uh, dropped uh, all five of these in the same in the same interview woke mob cancel culture i am not an anti-vax flat earther i did my own research and star and sterility and fertility oh In- god oh <laughs> i feel ah. i feel a lot less bad about aaron Rodgers getting covid now i just my god dude call uh, I got something to say about this. I got something. Oh, to say. God. here we go. Here we go. <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> yes, every right as an American to not get the vaccine. I'm just going to say that. He has every right to not get it. That's all I'm going to say. Right. Yeah. You don't have to get it. No. Why, why is the NFL making his vaccine public when he's, they're not making every other vaccine public? What makes him different? That's just what I'm gonna say. Like he should be wearing his mask. He's not vaccinated. He's, that's his own fault. Like he's a fucking idiot. Like don't like it's both ways. Like he has the right to not be vaccinated, but if you're not vaccinated, follow it. You know what it's I like, mean? It's like it's never it's like a choice. It's like you get the vaccination. Yeah, exactly. And you don't have to wear like a mask Carson anymore. Wentz, Carson Wentz wears his mask all the time. I don't think he's vaccinated, and like he goes right. with it. Like he does what he's told. Which is it's good. like yeah, it's either you get vaccinated. And you and you don't have to wear a mask unless you're a BSU, then fuck that mandate. Or don't get the vaccination and wear a mask. No, no. I was saying at homecoming, Jesse was telling me about this. He's like, I got the fucking shot. Why the hell do I have to wear this? And I don't blame him. I feel the same way. Uh I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie, even if the even if if the mandate ends next year, I'm probably still gonna uh, end up wearing it. It just uh, it just to it just to keep it, those like the immunocompromised is safe. Yeah, it, safe. So that's just me, but uh, I guess. No, no, you, and you never heard the think standings. That. Yeah, the standings. I'll go division wise. Just top. Uh, so the Panthers obviously lead the Atlantic Division with the Leafs in second and the Lightning in third. Yes, we beat the Lightning last night in OT. Thank you, Willie Nylander, you beautiful son of a bitch. Then followed by the Sabres, Bruins, Wings, Senators, and Habs. William Nylander is the backbone of the Toronto Maple Leafs now. You cannot, you cannot tell me. I'm not denying it. I'm not denying it. You can't deny it. it. First ten for the first ten or eleven games of the season. That uh, I'm not going to deny it. No reason to. Uh, are the backbone, but don't they go? Marner had a nice game a couple nights ago, but Marner did have a nice it. Uh, I'm happy that he finally got his shit together. Uh, yeah, no shit. Well, it's gone. And the Metro, 
the undefeated Canes still lead with the Rangers and the Capitals tied for second, and then followed by the Flyers, Jackets, Islanders, Penguins, and Devils. And the funny thing is, everyone in the Metro Division is above 500. Nice. Everybody. Especially the now, Canes. Now, on to the Central Division. Now, the Central Division, the Blues lead that, followed by the Jets, the Wild, in second and third. Then from there on out, the Predators, Stars, Avalanche, the name redacted, and the Coyotes. What is going on with the what is going on with the freaking thing? Oh, the Blackhawks stuff. No, the Avs. Like, oh, uh, it's 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 early, it's only early. And you know what's funny too about the Coyotes? Sure, they haven't won a hockey game. They like, are all nine and one. Okay, that's pretty freaking funny, but. Uh, but like, wait, 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 you have no goaltenders. What the fuck do you do? Yeah, you, yeah, you lost Darcy Kemper. Uh, uh, but and no, no, not only Darcy Kemper, but Auntie Ranta as well, and the viable third option to Nat and Hill. Yep, but uh, but what is... in the Pacific? Pacific finally, the Oilers lead, followed by the, the Flames in second, and Sharks in the yeah, the Sharks are in third place. Who knew getting rid of a cancer would actually do something for you? Followed by the Ducks, Knights, Kings, Nucks, and Kraken. But uh, what is uh, what is it with the Avs? I get that Rantanen and uh, and Makar are now both on IR, but uh, but like, like, I don't know if that's gonna do that for you. That's gonna do it for you. Like, you lose key pieces to that, and the whole thing comes tumbling down. It's but, like London Bridge. Uh, but they, uh, like, they still have Landeskog and McKinnon in. Yeah, but right, but it takes more than just a couple of guys. Like you need your whole core to do it. Hell, if Jack Johnson could get his shit together like he did on opening night, then yeah. But no, he's not. He's he's like he was in freaking where is it in Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we're gonna. Yeah, that's it for Hawks. We're gonna switch up to. to the Pyre K. It's a sport that, like, the, the Celtics. That, and this this is why I'm not, this is why I'm not paying attention to the Celtics this year. Because I can't, I can't trust them. I can't trust them to, um, to, um, to hold away. They, they start, they start 14, they start the fourth quarter 14 points up and they blow it and lose by 14. Ian, what the hell is going on in with this stupid ass team? Christ, I feel like I'm turning. I feel like I'm turning into freaking Mike Felger with this shit. <laughs> and you know, they're I- very frustrated. There's no other way around it. Yeah. Last night was good. They had a good one last night. Tatum only had like eight points, and they still won. But congratulations, you. Uh, uh, what is it? They. Congratulations! Played the Heat. The Heat are really good. That's fair, but uh, like, congratulations! You beat the mat. You meet the Magic a few nights ago. Oh, oh! Start start up the freaking parade talks. Thanks. We beat the Magic. <laughs> wow! What a magical win! A magical win. Yes, they did. very much intended. Very much intended. Because I like puns. 
Not all the time, but I do. But for those of you that didn't that can't see, which is pretty much all of you, I'm uh I'm repeatedly <laughs> banging my head against the desk just because of Tanner. Good. Anyway, LeBron's out. Suffer on my arrogance. LeBron's out for a week with abdominal abdominal strain. Who cares? It's LeBron. the the dude The dude can get over it. Yeah, just go play some Space Jam with Bugs Bunny, and you'll be all right. Yo, no, do not, do not, do not make another Space Jam movie, please. And they already did. It's called Space Jam Two. Do not make a third Space Jam movie. They shouldn't have made the no. second one to begin with. If they make a third movie, I'm doing an Applebee's commercial. Yeah, we fancy oh. that. <laughs> We're not. I'm. I am not going. Yeah, we fancy like a copyright strike to the podcast. <laughs> but uh, Bum Simmons because it's nothing sweeter. But Bum Simmons also going to be fined three hundred fifty thousand dollars by the team for missing a game on. And Thursday. Who cares? It's Ben Simmons. Go fuck yourself. Bum Simmons. Yep. And uh He's a bum around these parts. Yep. But uh But yeah. Most of us go to the standings because I don't know if you have anything else. I don't know. I'm not that intelligent. I don't as you know. can tell. Don't care. Alright, so for the Eastern Conference, we got the Sixers at the top as always, followed by the Heat, the Bulls. And the Raptors with the Nets in fifth and the Washington Wizards at sixth. The Celtics are still in 11th and just outside that playing bullshit. And the only team exiting them out is the defending champion Bucks. Congrats. Congrats. We're competitive. Are you really, though? No. Exactly. Ash Johnson eats a piece of bread. And then now in the West, we got the Jazz leading. But the Golden State Warriors are not too far behind because they're trying to salvage some sort of sem- some semblance of fucking relevance. But I digress. It's the Warriors. Oh, wait. There's something the map- to add to the podcast, to the agenda. Uh what? The the son's owner is in in hot. Oh yeah, that's right. No, no, no. Yeah, we forgot that. Right. The son's owner, Robert Sarver. I think that's his name. I really don't give a shit if that's his name. He's a piece of shit. He has begun. He has been, he has been investigated by the NBA for allergic reports. I think it was it sexual assault and sexual yep. abuse. Was uh, it? allegations of racism and misogyny. This is misogyny. Okay, thank you. But uh, Ryan Hell, just Ryan Hell. But yeah, y'all remember Donald Sterling? Y'all remember Donald Sterling? That was uh, a funny cycle. That was a piece of shit and a half. That was a funny cycle. Let's run it back. Talk about the Tanner. Did you talk about the Blackhawks? Yeah, we did. Um, actually, real quick, because some updates came out of that. Um, Shovel Day off met with Batman and. He will not be receiving any discipline, as well as the NHLPA is now under fire because 
of the shit that happened with Don Fair when he was told when he got the report about it from Kyle Beach back in 2010. So his ass could be on the hot seat. The yeah, what is it? Uh, hey, what? Uh, do, doesn't like the NFLPA like switch off presidents and whenever uh, whenever one of them retires from the NHL and it's always a is a player from not the NHL from the NFL and it's always a player. That's... No, 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 other NHL. I'm thinking NHL. I know, but still, I know, but still, why don't they do? Uh, uh, I'll the NFLPA. I don't know. Um. Well, that's a question you, you gotta ask the magical search engine of Google. And the uh and the magical search and the magical oh and the magical oh man of uh, man of uh, confusing decisions is known as Gary Bettman. Right. But uh but I think what is it? We're gonna uh, I think we gotta go to uh, uh to the Bears Sports Corner where uh, <clears throat> Zach taking well, a No, always Zach would be, but he's still not here. He's off doing something real quick. He's still getting groceries. So in this place that we will try our best to, you know, do what we can to tell you what's going on in Bear Country. That's not Chicago this time. <clears throat> so in football, um. Bridgewater Bears losing out to UMass Dartmouth after a last-minute intersection by James Cahoon by a score of 26-20. to 20. They'll have Framingham State and Mass Maritime on the schedule in these, upcoming, in these upcoming final two games. In terms of women's soccer, we got um, them defeating Framingham State in the quarterfinals, and they'll face off against Framingham State in the semifinals tonight. Well, over at Swenson. Well, they, no, they they won against Framingham State in the quarterfinal. They'll play against Worcester State in the uh, oh, okay, my bad, sorry. Now they beat Framingham State. They'll face Worcester State. Thank you. And, and for volleyball, volleyball, they lost against Mass Mass College of Liberal Liberal Arts, and it's twice, and they are done for the season, unfortunately. Yeah, and for men's soccer, they beat Worcester State six zero. Good shit, and they'll face Framingham State in the semifinals tonight. Good work, man. Mm. Yep. But uh, I would coach if I could. Honestly, I would coach. I don't think they lost. I don't think they have student coaches, do they? Or did they just hire some grown ass old man and just do it that so. way? Yeah, I think I think they. Uh, I think. Think like they have to hire. I think like they usually hire uh, someone who's older to do it. Otherwise, yeah, it, but no, no, I. I, I want to coach soccer. Uh, in all honesty, I do want to coach it. I think it. I think it'd be easy as a former player, but that's just me. I but mean, on to the final segment of the show. Coaching is never easy. And that sh- and that segment is the miscellaneous where we talk about random shit, plug random shit, and just spew a bunch of bullshit in between because because that's just what we do. Oh yeah, can we also talk? Can we also talk about Tyron Matthew? Uh, saying like the Chiefs, uh, the uh, Chiefs fan base is one of the most toxic in the uh, in the NFL. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, surprise, surpri- surprise, surprise! Fans will get pissed if you're not if you're not doing well. Well, suck it up, suck it up. 
Oh, yeah. And this is just coming in, too, from Puck Report. The Sharks are sending back former first, uh, sending back seven overall pick, William Eklund. They are shipping him back to Sweden for right now because they don't want to burn a year off the entry-level deal. Even though he has four points in nine games. Wait, so, uh, wait, Eklund's already been playing? Yeah, nine games played, he's had four points. And because of that good production, they reward him with a playing ticket back to Sweden for the rest of the season. Oof. But, uh, what is it? I feel, uh, I don't know. Now that they've lost uh, Eklund and they're going to be without Timo Meyer for a little bit, I don't know. Uh, I feel like the Sharks might be a little bit shaky going forward, but they're they should be very happy that they're without that they don't have Evander Kane right now. Oh, yeah. Can, the last I heard, uh, the woman that accused him of assault was telling them to move the case forward. You can uh, you can find and and analysis of uh, Bruin uh, of Bruins games and more hot takes about. And some other smaller hot takes about uh, tangentially related hot takes about the uh, the NHL on my uh, YouTube series is Into the Den, where I uh, where I uh, it's ba- think of uh, Steve Dangle's LFR, which uh, which by the way next uh, uh, next tomorrow will be uh, extra fun because since it's Bruins and uh, since it's going to be Bruins and and Leafs. You're gonna have a, you're gonna have a, uh, you're gonna have uh, me, me, me doing into the den and Dank and Steve doing LFR on the same uh, for the same game um, and um, and also make and also make sure to check me, Jesse. and also just make sure to check out Steve da- uh, Steve Dangle uh, uh, sports nuts watch game with Steve Dangle tomorrow. Uh, so that you can watch it's the game while uh, while potentially watching Steve Dangle have a mental breakdown because uh, because of the uh, freaking because the Bruins are going to win tomorrow. And your who fucking dreams, bitch. Who do they got? Who do they got tomorrow? Toronto. Yep. Yeah. And your dreams. I'm sorry. What is my? Toronto. Bro, how did you guys not go to a Toronto game? We wouldn't look at his efficiency. When I was buying the tickets, right, I was looking for tickets you know, for a Bruins lease game at the Garden. They don't play in the Garden until March. Yeah, that's dumb. That's so, so dumb. Uh, that's weird. So, Tanner. Otherwise, I would have bought it instantly. Yeah, I, I know. I'm not telling you. Like, my man would have bought, like, freaking. No. No, I, I would have. But, I no. Well, also, I started a new series on my own on my channel where we I talk about the NFL <laughs> week in review. And I do some predictions every now and again because I'm a jackass and I like jinxing things. You can check it out on Enlargeable Canadian where I go, where this video at least a Tuesday and a Thursday talking about football. And maybe I'll start a hockey video in on Wednesdays because why not? Uh, and as for Into the Den, you can uh, you can find that on YouTube, uh, uh, on the YouTube channel, uh, Miss Ravenskill. Well, all right. Yeah, and also, don't forget to get your bag of Benchwoman Brew over at benchwomanbrew.com. I'm still trying to get sponsored. Please, Perna, or should I say Brandon Perma, please give me a sponsor. Maybe please. maybe they'll – Shut the shit out of your product. Hey, Tanner, maybe they'll give you a sponsor if you buy a, a 
if you buy a bag I'm on a subscription plan. I know. Maybe maybe they'll give you a maybe they'll give you uh, a sponsor if you uh, if you buy bags that that aren't armchair QB blend. And if you, if you, armchair QB blend is the best blend. Have you have you tried five points blend or I will try at some point. I will have to try at some point. But yeah. I'll, I'll try the, I'll try all blends. I'll try all blends. Give me all blends. I will try it. I will record a video of me trying it. I swear I, to you. I would also I probably will also do, do that at some point, but yeah. And then Zach's back. And then you have anything to plug? Um do we already do the um the yeah, we covered you on that. Okay. We covered you on that. Um, uh, all I have to say is, um, you know, the a basketball, women's and men's basketball, we're, we're opening up next Tuesday. Um, and uh, come check us out on Bear Sports Network. Yep. And this is just coming in, too. Um, Mikhail Sergachev suspended two games for illegal checks at the head of Lease forward, Mitch Marner. I remember, what is it? I remember freaking, I remember Dangle talking about that on the LFR this morning. Saying, no, no, this is just coming out now. I know, but I know, but he was talking about the the hit like right after. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. You can apologize all you want. That's a suspension. Mm. Yeah, two games. I'm just, I'm just surprised that he got away with it. It. Uh, with just a yeah, the two minute mark. Like the thing is, though, if you're gonna do a five minute major for legal check to the head, then the player must be injured on the play. In that case, Marner was not considered injured on the play. But uh, but I mean, he was. I, mean, I understand. I mean, I understand. Rough. Yeah. Why the hell did he get only two minutes? But I understand why, because 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 a certain event has to happen in order to activate the five minute. But uh. If nobody else has anything to really discuss, this, I think that will just about. Oh, hold on, there's one more thing. Oh. Um, the name of the Seattle Kraken's AHL affiliate that will begin play next season has been revealed. Oh. And Jesse, you're gonna oh. fucking want to hear this one. The what name of the AHL team is the Coachella Valley Firebirds. A. Where's Coach? Is Coachella Valley like near Seattle? No, it's California. Come on, <laughs> no. come on now, Zach. Fire me up. <laughs> but yeah, Coachella Valley Firebirds. Coachella Valley Firebirds. So Coachella is that? Is Coachella Valley where Coachella happens? I would assume so. <laughs> I would assume, but no, it's a uh, yeah, Southern California. All right, let's but, go. Oh my lord, let's go. Yep, that's what exactly what it is. But that will do it for this week. Thank you all for tuning in. As always, we all love and appreciate your support, and we will see you all next week. For some more sports action, have a good day, good night, whatever it may be, and take care of yourselves. I have just looked it up that uh, I have just looked it up that uh, the official name of Coachella is is the Coachella Valley Music and Arts Festival. Uh, so yes, indeed, Coachella is is held in yep. Coachella Valley. Yep. Take care, everyone. Take care.
And take care, everyone. And remember, Coachella is held in Coachella Valley.